damn go frank yourself show if you don't like feeling good being positive staying motivated and hilarious content you about to hate this shit otherwise sit back and enjoy let's get it dope what's good everybody welcome back listeners from all around the world every planet ever that's been discovered and every galaxy welcome all the aliens welcome everybody back to the go frank yourself show because you know there's trillions of people listening to this shit this is a really cool episode i got my homegirl emily catalano who has been on conan Um, She beat me in the Rooster Tea Feathers uh, comedy competition. There was 100 comics in there. She got first. I got second. She really fucked me up, though. She had a way better set. But then I got her back on another show. I buried her on another show. You know, sometimes you got to follow people. You got to go up after people who crush. And then they crush so hard that when you go up there, crush so hard, motherfuckers want to find me. You know, when you go up after them, you're like, shit. They took all the laughter out of these human beings. They don't have any laughs left because they killed it so hard. That's what she did at the comedy competition. But then I got her back one time. You never know what can happen in comedy, baby. Anyway, this is a really fun, hilarious episode. Um, If you haven't been following Emily's career, I highly recommend it. She's such a great writer. She's so cool. Um, We go over behind-the-scenes stuff, terrible shows, um, what it was like being on Conan. Um, just It's just a funny one, man. Thank you for tapping back in. Let's just run the play. Let's do this. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Go Frank Yourself show. Um, I'm excited, as always. Um, I got a very good friend here that's from the South Bay also, uh, Emily Catalano. Catalano. <laughs> yeah, however you want. Catalano. Can I say like, is that yeah. better? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, Emily uh, has been on, when was Conan now? How long has it been? That was November 2019. Nice. Yeah. So November 2019, she got her first Conan appearance and she's always been a great writer. You started actually as a writer, right? That was your job before comedy. Is that right? I wouldn't say it was a job. Okay. It was a passion. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Hobby. Yeah. When did you start like writing as like develop that interest where like I, I love this shit for writing yeah um it was in i went to a community college in santa cruz uh-huh. and flex yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i needed like english uh credits uh-huh. and they offered screenwriting as like a credit english oh credit. hell yeah so i was like oh i'm interested in film like that's what i wanted to like major in yeah but I had no idea that I could write because I was like terrible at writing essays. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, this is going to suck. I'm going to be bad, but you know, it'll be good. Yeah. Um, and, Did that shift when you went from essay structure to screenplay? Oh yeah. It was yeah. like a complete like 180. I yeah. Like, I love writing. Right. I'm actually like pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's like, it just like clicked for me. Like, oh, this is like actually what I want to be doing. Right. Um, and like, yeah, the teacher was like really great and like supportive. So that helped a lot. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I just like fell in love with it and just like kept writing. Yeah. And then I eventually transferred to UC Santa Barbara for film, but like, I just took as many screenwriting classes as I could. Yeah. And just like, yeah, learn how to do it. And then how long after writing did you do your first set? Um, my first set came like years later yeah uh so probably like five years later nice and then how long was it before like you started writing stand-up and then performing how long before was the premeditated murder a few months nice so i had a friend who was like doing improv Uh and she like she knew i was a writer and that like i was writing comedy and she's like, I really want to try stand up. Let's go to this open mic. Yeah. And I've never even like been to a comedy club. Uh huh. Like I didn't really know that much about stand up. So we went to, uh, we were in Santa Cruz at the time. So we went to the Blue Lagoon. Hell uh, yeah. Just to watch. Yeah. And <laughs> if you've never been there, it's like a very <laughs> divey, <laughs> divey. Uh, but there's this like long running comedy show uh, where like the first half is like 
brand Newer. new comedians. Yeah, yeah. And they get like two minutes. And then <laughs> later on, he books like more like established comedians. Yeah. But I went for like the first, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I could do this. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so bad. Yeah. Like, and Santa I, Cruz is such a small town. Like, you know, it's not common that you hear, oh, stars from Santa Cruz. Although, um, Brendan Lynch is like, Lynch, come yeah. on, man. So and good. Chad Opitz, yeah. you know, so it's not like There's they're not few, there. Yeah. You know, there's some of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rising up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was so bad that I was like, oh, I could at least do better than this. Right. So then it like kind of, I wasn't as nervous anymore. Yeah. Then, yeah, then we signed up for an open mic. Yeah. I love that. Cause we, in the beginning, we all suck, but we get to get a glimpse of just really sucking and it's inspirational. You're like, man, you inspired me so much by how trash you were mm-hmm. that I know I can do better than that. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's kind of almost more inspiring than like really good comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That can be discouraging sometimes. Mm-hmm. When I watch like Sam Morell, oh, yeah. you know, and like Norman, I'm just like, yo, what? Uh, I need to quit. I'm what quitting. the Never fuck? Never doing comedy ever again. But yeah. Chappelle, same yeah. thing. I'll never get to that level. So <laughs> but same with like movies, like when you see like really bad movies. Yeah. Sometimes for me, I'm like, oh, I could write a better movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's like what motivates me. Yeah. Isn't there like a, when I see those sci-fi movies, which are one of my favorite things to do, like growing up was me and my cousin would watch terrible sci-fi movies and then just laugh hysterically and just talk hella shit about the movie. That's like a perfect example. Like, wasn't there like Tornado Shark was a movie or something like that? Yeah, that sounds familiar. There's like a lot of them. Sharknado. Sharknado, yeah. There you go. (laughs) Sounds like a terrible like frat drink. You know what I mean? Like, just like, sounds like an AMF with like a roofie inside. It's like Sharknado, bro. Like, Get that fucking shit away from me, Bradley. Yeah, don't, I don't want that. You don't want to touch that. No. There's so many <laughs> shitty movies that are inspiring to, you know, to us writers, like you're saying. There's but, a lot. Yeah. That one is like, I think purposely like supposed to be bad, but there's like yeah. tons of movies out there that, they're, you know, they're like trying really hard yeah. to like, make a good movie. And yeah. It was just, it fell short. <laughs> Yeah. Those are the best. I wonder how they like flex, you know, like the top echelon of really ridiculous movies like Fast and Furious, like Jaws, you know, like all of those ones. I wonder how hard they flex on the other dumb ones, you know? They're like, yeah, I'm the fucking prime of the dumb concepts, bitch. You know what I mean? It's like, how hard can you flex that? Pretty hard. (laughs) I think Jaws is flexing pretty hard. Yeah. As a, like, a classic. They film. deserve it. Yeah. They deserve it. It's just, you know, you can't get enough of those, you know? Like, they're they're coming out with another Fast and Furious. How do you feel about that? I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. I can come back for days. It's like they it's like ice cream, you know? Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same thing with... How did... Did you see Mortal Kombat? No. I actually haven't even seen all the Fast and Furious, but... Uh, oh, just, shit. You know, I like the idea. <laughs> yeah. Of more. How many... <laughs> I've seen How many like have you three, seen? Maybe. Okay. Uh, I saw the first one for sure. Yeah. I think I saw Tokyo Drift. Nice. And I probably seen like another one like on TV or something. So maybe bits and pieces of another one. Yeah. What's the What's another one I should watch? What's your favorite? Oh man, I don't know. I don't think I've seen all of them. I oh. I think I'm like missing two of them. Um, but it's it's just like you know going back to like eating a funnel cake. Like, I know this is terrible, but it's so good, Mm -hmm. you know? Same thing with Mortal Kombat. It's like, this is going to be absolute trash, but enjoyable trash, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm I'm excited about it as well. I just love uh, watching ridiculous premises, you know, and and plots. Yeah. It's really fun. That's what it's for. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So how, how long have you been in L.A. now? like two and a half years nice yeah how do you how do you like it like as a whole like you know comedy included but like just like the city i actually really like it yeah um me too i think the weather helps a lot yeah it's like always nice so it seems like people are just like pretty like laid back and like right just uh happy (laughs) in general 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that uh, Jay-Z had this lyric where he's like, um, y'all in the same spot, me, I'm dodging raindrops. And I was like, I never dissected that until later. I was like, this motherfucker has so much money that whenever there's any slight you know, inconvenience of temperature. He's like, I'm going to fly to Florida or I'm going to fly to an island where it's sunny. It's like, I won't even let, I won't even let raindrops touch my skin, bitch. You know what I mean? It's pretty dope. Yeah. I've never thought about that, but that's how it feels here. Yeah. It's just like, just live here then. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) You don't have to fly anywhere. Right. Right. It never rains. Yeah. But like today is like so hot that it's like, it can't be like this all the time. Yeah. It's 91. Yeah, it's so hot. Yeah, it's Unless wild. Unless you have a pool, then that would be, like, perfect. Oh, uh, that would be super dope. You don't have a pool here? <laughs> oh, actually, yes, we do. Oh. <laughs> I just never go. I just never, um, I never have time. I don't know why. I don't know. You know, I say that, but you can make time. For the things you love, you can make time, but yeah. I don't know. I should go. It's all, It's it just fully, though, that's the thing, though, to take into account is it just fully opened, like, a week ago. You know, oh, okay, and you still have to have a mask when you're not in the water, which is dumb. Really? Yeah. Wow. That sucks, Pretty right? Much, yeah. Like hanging by the pool in a mask is like imagine having the tan lines and then just your face <laughs> white where the mask was. I'm sure there are like tan lights now. Yeah. Masks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's sketch awesome. idea is born. Yeah. We should do that. Do that. That's such an easy sketch. And then just have like, you know, the makeup, dramatic. You heard it here first. There's a new idea. Mm -hmm. I'm always looking for sketch ideas and material, obviously. Yeah. Are you shooting a lot of... Man, it's been a little while, honestly. Mm -hmm. I was on... It's like I get on it and I'm so consistent and then I get off it and my ADHD is everywhere. So I'm trying to like be consistent with the pod, you know, and then be consistent with writing. And then, but now we got to book so much. Mm -hmm. You know how it is. We're just juggling, you know? It's hard, man. It is. It's fucking hard. It's uh, like... People think that we just hit the stage and just be funny, but it's like there's so much that you have to do as a business person, an entrepreneur. It's it's so time consuming. And it's like, yeah, I'm kind of like I'm my own boss now. It's so dope. But there's so much more work involved in being your own, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's tough. It's I too mean, much work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I, I just really wish I had an agent and like an assistant that I could be like, throw this on the books. And they're like, yeah, yeah, boss. Like, you know what I mean? Like something in the movies, but I would be nice to them. I wouldn't be a dick, you know, that would be really cool. <laughs> What's the point of having an assistant if you can't be a dick? <laughs> That's what I'm paying you for. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to take this. Don't fucking... tell anybody though. But <laughs> yeah. I'm a dick. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It would be nice. I, do you feel the, uh, do you feel the, I don't want to, I don't know the evil ego of, of Hollywood consuming you or approaching you at all? What do you mean by evil? I I mean, like you think you're better than people type shit. Oh, (laughs) you're like, well, I know I'm better than people, but (laughs) you know what? Um, you know what I mean, I though? Ha- I haven't. No? Because it's, like, so, like, buried, I think. Uh-huh. If there is, like, evilness in somebody. Yeah. You can't show it in Hollywood. Okay. So, I mean, like, um, you know, like, because I've noticed, like, when people are like, oh, I live in L.A. now. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, that condescending, um, like, that type of, just, like, the attitude of, like, I don't know. I just, basically, there's a lot of ways to describe it, but that's, like, the most simple way I could think of is like when people are like, Oh, I live in LA now. And it's like, it's a real city. Like, I don't like that. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And you need new friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody's amazing around me, but I could, I can feel, I can feel the energy nearby. That's like, mm. you know, Hey, you fucking, do you live here now? Look at this shit. This is so much better than most of the country. Hey, you know, think you're big shit now. And I'm like, nah, I don't think that. Uh. Sometimes I, sometimes, you know, we have egos as comics, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Does that make sense? I think, okay. So you're talking about like the world, the community of like comedians. Yeah. Just like people in general of like, cause you know, we're, we're an influence ultimately of all the people in our lives and the experiences we've had. And I feel like when you're in a place where 
people are, there's so many creators and good looking people and, you know, rich people and these cars and everything. I feel like it can, it can consume you potentially. Like I had put that joke on Instagram. It, it did really well on social media and just did mediocre as fuck on stage, which is normal. But I was like, being in LA, for me, it feels like you're the clay in a pottery class because you could be shaped into a dick pretty quickly if you're not careful. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. You so know, like it's like the culture of LA is like sort of like changing. Yeah. I, I feel like it can. It. I feel like maybe it's got me like 3%, like a slight little, like this is like another good example. Like uh, I met this actor and we had a meeting cause I'm always keeping my network open. I'm like, who can I, you know, learn from? Who can I do a sketch with? Who can I share resources with, you yeah. know, bookers or videographers or photographers that I know, whatever. And basically I met with this actor and we talked about shooting sketches together, maybe doing a series or whatever. And it was like, this was like Hollywood, the person, like he seemed very friendly at first, but then it was like, when we were talking at lunch, he's just like, I said an idea and then he recited the idea as if it was his. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? And like Cody Woods had told me, he's like, oh yeah, people will steal hell ideas out here and they'll, they'll do that without even knowing. And I'm like, what? And then, um, and then the other part of it was, he was like, um, he spent so much time, like, look at these headshots. Like, that's a that's a pretty guy, right? That's a handsome. And I'm just like, yeah, cool, he was man. Showing you his headshots. Yeah, his headshots, and then oh he's like God. telling me that he's handsome, and then he wants me to like, yeah, reaffirm that. Like, what the fuck are you? Like, what is this? Oh, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, what is this Hollywood ass shit? Although, you know, um, he was like the worst experience that I've had with it. I haven't had any of that since then i've hooked up you know i've hooked up i've fucking, <laughs> you fucking? yeah i've been fucking all these guys yeah, since i, I got here <laughs> no but like everybody that i've met now you know cool as fuck yeah. you know saul trujillo and frank castillo and neil nanda you know like um everybody there's been morgan J. like they've all been like successful and humble, but I'm just saying like, that's what I meant. Like I'm trying to right. make you really, know, I think like maybe it's, uh, I think comedians stay humble because uh -huh. we eat shit all the time. Right. Right. Um, but I think actors, like they feel like they have to have this confidence yeah. or like this ego. That makes I sense. Don't know. I don't know that many actors. So yeah. maybe you're like experiencing a community that like I haven't tapped into yet. Yeah. Of Hollywood. Right. Yeah. Maybe that was just like, you know, um, a unique experience or a look at what, you know, the darkness can look like in that sense, you know, like yeah. that's what I meant by like Hollywoodness, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, everything else has been dope. Um, I've also loved it out here. I think it's, it's an incredible city. There's so much good food, mm -hmm. you know, so much talent to be around. I wish you can get paid in comedy out here, mm -hmm. you know, um, but I get it. It's an exchange, you know, to be around the best in the world, which is pretty fucking dope. It's like, that's not a bad, you know, it's not a I bad think, deal. Yeah, it'll pay off like in the long run because yeah. you actually like have opportunity here to yeah. get like uh, actually paying job. Yeah. Somewhere, you know, for like sure. Acting gig or writing gig or something. Yeah. And then those like, you know, like those Conan, those James Corden, mm -hmm. I imagine, you know, it's probably a lot more likely out here that you'll land something like that, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I only got that because I was in L.A. Oh, wow. At a show. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then uh, was it a festival one or was it just a regular show? Um, It was Largo. So it wasn't like a regular show. It was like a nice, good show. I was uh -huh. uh, opening for sarah silverman nice and um her friend is like um a manager he manages like pete holmes and mm -hmm. Patton oswalt nice um and irene too <laughs> <laughs> hell and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he like he like loved my set and he's seen me a couple times before um, nice. and he was like i've been talking to the conan booker about you you should send him your recording from tonight Hell yeah. And I just had it like the audio recording. Yeah. And usually you're supposed to send like a video. Right. And I was like, oh, well, I don't have the video. I just have the audio. And he's yeah. like, no, I've been telling him about you. You should send it to him. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Hell yeah. And then he liked it. And then we worked on the set and stuff. So nice. it was just like kind of like if I wasn't there, he wouldn't have 
ever seen me. So yeah. like, it's just like putting yourself out there and like being in LA. Yeah. You never know. Right. Like every story I hear of like how somebody like got a gig or something. It's so random. Mm-hmm. But it's just like being, being out, which sucks. <laughs> I don't like going out. House. <laughs> yeah i feel that um that's so dope yeah you never know what's gonna happen like i remember um when i was still living in the bay frank castillo um he basically you know joe rogan was like hey you want a feature for me on the road and he was like hell yeah he put like i guess he went you know for a week or whatever had a good ass time got paid and then rogan took a selfie with frank and i remember he had like a little over 4k on ig and then you know he tagged him in it so he went from 4k to almost 10k and like overnight i was like god damn that's one of the things that I'm trying to incorporate amongst 5 billion things that I keep going crazy trying to figure out everything, you know, because you always got to be strategic and, you know, in this business and stuff. But like, I'm trying to, um, you know, schedule just a bunch of collabs with other creators. Like that's ultimately how you do get those big followings. And obviously by making sure that, you know, your page does look good because even you could collab with somebody with 5 million followers and if your shit sucks, they're still not going to follow you, you know? But just making sure it's like quality. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, that's really smart. Like, yeah. And that's networking. Yeah. Cause that's, you know, yeah. Cause we can, you know, it's not too difficult to write sketches. It's, it's not as hard as stand up. you know, like you can be hacky in, sketches or you know you you could it's a lot more room to wiggle Mm -hmm. you know and as long as you make it cinematic or you make it dramatic you use props that'll sell it itself like i i see all of the different formulas that people use you know like uh adam i forget his last name but he just basically does dramatic it's like key and peel it just gets more and more dramatic and that's it. And like a simple twist, not even a crazy twist at the end. And, you know, then you can land like paid partnerships with like Old Spice or fucking, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's really cool that like same thing in that realm. Like you never know what can happen, mm-hmm. you know, um, somebody might reach out um, and want to sponsor you or your shows, you know. Um, I just got a DM today from some page. It was like. It's just like a reposting page, but they're like, hey, we like your stuff. We want to work with you. We can send you an email. And they had 2 million followers. I don't believe it yet, but, you know, there's a lot of scams. But if they're not asking too much or anything of you, yeah, like, you know. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. Somebody, like, gave me, like, a free, like, sweatpants. Yeah, Yeah, hell yeah. Do you want a code for these sweatpants? I was like... Yes. (laughs) And then they were like, you can post about it if you want, but you know. Oh, nice. I love that. When they're just human and they're like, hey, if you want to shout us out, cool. If not, no worries. There wasn't any like contract where I had to like do like five posts about their sweatpants (laughs) or whatever. That's hella funny. I I remember uh, Daoud was telling me the other day, uh, shouts out to Daoud Namyar. I haven't said shouts out on the podcast (laughs) once, so I had to do that. (laughs) I like it. You should do that. Right? It feels like, it feels right, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Feels right for you. (laughs) But Daoud was saying that he got, um, same thing, he got an offer on TikTok because he hit 100K and that's when you start getting these, you know, paid partnerships. Yeah. But their shit was like, hey, we're a water bottle company and we'll send you a water bottle and you just do six posts about it. Like six posts? Yeah, I got that's that so much. One. Really? Yeah. Oh uh, my God. And they're like, we'll pay you like 300 bucks no, or something. It was like terrible money. Oh my God. <laughs> And yeah, they, they emailed my manager actually about it, and he like just like laughed. Yeah, was like look what I got. <laughs> uh, it's it like fun. yeah, it's like hey, somebody sent you a rainbow snuggie and a propeller hat. Like this is hilarious. Like you might as well have done that and be like, we'll give you a dollar if you make ten pieces of content. It was six or ten, right? It was. I might have even have been ten. It was a lot. Yeah, it was way too much. It's so, so dumb. It's like, like, I don't even post that much a year for my own comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to all of a sudden be your spokesperson. That's how, I'm going to tell Daoud that you got the same thing. That's hella funny. Yeah, they must have just sent it. I Pro- mean, it, someone probably uh, took it up on him. Yeah. Took it up. 
Imagine 10 posts in a row of you talking about a water bottle. If I followed, I would unfollow oh, yeah, so I quick. Would lose so many followers. Yeah. Just <laughs> just like 100% 90s hacky commercial. Like, oh my God, it's so compact. You can store it in your kangaroo pouch. You can store it in your backpack. Shut the fuck up. Nobody wants yeah. to. Who even like buys water? <laughs> like, I have, I've had a, like a canteen thing like that. I just fill up. For so Why are long. people buying water bottles? It's so dumb. I don't I don't get it. They hate turtles and yeah. they would hate saving money because you dude, when you go buy a smart water or a Fiji, yeah, they're great, but what the fuck are you doing? You know how much that accumulates to like by the end of the year that you could have yeah. saved? And also if you go to car insurance, if you go to geico.com right now, <laughs> slash Frankie M comment. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. I got the water purifier right here in my studio right there. And then I got the, yeah, the water bottle. Yeah. What are they doing? I don't know. It's like, I guess like, yeah, you can't, you don't have no excuse unless you're like, you're really like, you forgot your water bottle at home. Yeah. Like really thirsty. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, who's buying water? Oh my, it's terrible. I hate when I have to buy it. I'm like, it's like the worst feeling. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. One time I like bought a, a Fuji water Cause it's like all like the gas station had right? and it was so expensive. Yeah. It was like, f- like five bucks or something. Oh my God. Yeah. Just fucking... that was, And they didn't like have the prices, you know? Cause it was like, Oh whatever. yeah. I want to like tell you how much it is. No, they don't so want to put rape 99 on there uh-huh. because that's what it is. Hell no. Yeah. So I'll never make that mistake again. <laughs> yeah. It should be, you know, it should be wallet, phone, keys, water bottle. Mm-hmm. Maybe mask for a little while longer. I don't know. I know. Like, I brought my mask with me here. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We always bring it, you know, just, I don't know. I'm like that as well because I got, I'm fully vaxxed now and I always bring it and I try to be courteous. Um, But it feels weird. It feels weird on both directions now, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Because we've done inside comedy clubs now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck? I mean, yeah, I'm vaxxed. I don't even know if it's real, but I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just 100% over it. Yeah. I mean, I'll like follow the rules and stuff, but I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I'll so just, sunny yeah. and I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to fight about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, today is the day that like, I think like Restaurants and bars are opening up for inside in LA. Nice. Like, I think full capacity. Hell yeah. No restrictions. Nice. Yeah. We're going to, um, oh yeah, it is today. It's the 15th. Oh, I wanted to do a sketch. Well, I'll just tell you guys a sketch now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was going to do, I was going to have everybody throw their masks in the air like graduation Mm -hmm. today, but. Obviously, I didn't do that. So, wow, I'm really on my shit, aren't I? <laughs> it's hard, okay? Yeah, it's hard to balance. I do need an assistant that I can just uh, de- scrutinize, mm-hmm. you know? Just, you're not doing good at your job. Mm-hmm. This is why I pay you $15 a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I actually had a uh, shout out to Jonathan. I actually had... <laughs> I actually had... Uh, Jonathan reach out. Uh, he's got an office job, but he liked, you know, is a supporter of my comedy. And he's like, hey, I would love to help you. You know, I, I know as an artist, you're going to like, um, as the hottest R&B artist of 2021, I know <laughs> you got a lot on your plate. And he's like, I would love to help, you know, alleviate some of whatever you got. You know, I can help you schedule stuff or reach out to, for bookings or whatever. Whoa. And there was a little bit of help. It's been on and off, you know. I can't expect like an all-star performance from somebody who's helping me for free, you know. But like an intern type thing. But I don't know. Do you want to be like a manager? Like a talent manager? He wants to just help out, you know. And I was like, it. I was like, I would love that. And if you can land me some shit, I'll give you a cut. I'll give you a cut. Like that would be really nice. I can't just, you know, there's some things you can take and feel fine about. But, that, you know, obviously I'm spending time like that i'm not gonna <laughs> just be like yeah do all these tasks it is hard get nothing yeah i think like the job we signed up for is like we have to 
we have to do the work. We yeah. can't pass it off to anybody else. Yeah. It is like very creative, but right. we also have to like maneuver it in a way that nobody else understands. Yeah. We only understand it because we've been in it. Right. Like you have to be a comic to know how the business works. Yeah. And nobody else can do that for you. Like people right. will think like, oh, I got you this good gig or whatever, but they don't know what a good gig <laughs> yeah. is. It's going to be not a good gig. It's yeah. Really bad. Yeah. I got a, let's talk about bad gigs. I'm going to give two. Okay. One, uh, an old coworker that I worked with was like, I'll get you a gig. And um, I think it was Tracy. Okay. So let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> and Not it was great like, so far. No. And it was a dive bar. And he's like, he, he just got like super anti masker. He's like, yeah, nobody wears masks there because fuck these. He's like, like, I had no idea he felt like this. So when he called me, he's like, hey, I'm going to call you about an opportunity. I know this bar owner. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, maybe I'll run a bar show. He's like, it's, it's in Tracy. I'm like, fuck this. But I'll hear him out. There might be an opportunity, maybe. So I call, uh, you know, I talked to him on the phone and he's like, oh yeah, they, they never wear no stupid fucking mask there. I haven't been wearing no fucking mask since this thing started. Uh, he's like, I've been almost getting in fights with people. Cause well, I'm just like, okay, bro, like you are wilding out. But I just kind of like, ha, 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 okay. Yeah. So what's the opportunity? And then, you know, he had told me that they have music nights. He's like, oh, it's packed all the time. It's always packed. And I'm like, by packed, you mean probably like 15 people capacity or something. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it, it just didn't even come through either. He's like, oh yeah, I'm going to have her call you up and just, you know, talking on the phone for hella long. And I'm just like, oh my God, wasn't good. He, um, wait, he called you? Yeah. He called talking? me about oh, this opportunity yeah. and said, okay. yeah, the owner's going to call you. She never called. And I was like, good. I didn't want to, I didn't even want to discuss the opportunity with having like people who are going to be like so far right, you know? Right. And I think calling is a bad sign. I've noticed if someone is like, okay, mm -hmm. can I call you to talk about this? Mm -hmm. It's usually like just a really bad sign that mm -hmm. they don't know what they're doing. Cause most gigs, you don't need to call yeah. anybody. You just say it's here. This is what you're getting paid. Mm -hmm. This show up at this time. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. But if they're like, Oh, let, let me, Let's talk about it. Yeah. That's no. No. <laughs> yeah. It's like car salesman mode, you know? Yeah. I had a, a dude hit this. This is the weirdest one I got. This was two days ago. He, this dude from the South Bay was like, Hey, you're the funniest comic I've seen. I'm like, that's a lie. I'm not the funniest guy. Like, <laughs> I'm glad you like my stuff, but that's a complete lie. Like, and he's like, uh, do you want to do, uh, do you want to do a show for pay in, Dinuva. <laughs> What's that? A weird ass town. I don't even know where it's at exactly, but Dinuva. It has <laughs> he like made it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At Dinaruva. Yeah. It's like Dinuva. wait, Denny's? Dinuva. I don't know. It's Dinuva. We've heard it in a commercial, right? There's like a car there's a there's a in Dinuva, blah blah blah, and blah blah blah. We're a car You haven't heard that? Okay, well there's oh, some car thing jingle that's like we're in this town this shitty town and this shitty town and one of them was dinuva okay so if anybody's listening uh sorry yes yeah, but <laughs> your shitty ass yeah. town name dinu it come on man dinuva it has the word die in it dinuva. i want to die in dinuva it when does i sound like some sort of pharmaceutical drug right dinu yeah it does <laughs> My back was hurting, but I took Dinuva. Ask your doctor about Dinuva. Yeah. <laughs> Side effects included. Yeah. Are you sad? Oh my God. Yeah. And he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this short, but he was like, he for the first thing was, Do you want to do a show for pay? And I'm like, Okay, cool. Yeah, what's the details? You know when you ask what's the details, it's exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. What's the date? Mm -hmm. What's the time? This is how much you're getting paid, and this is how many minutes you're performing. Mm -hmm. That's it. He sent me a long ass paragraph that didn't even grammatically make sense. It was one run on sentence, one run on essay. It was just like one long ass. And he was like, there's going to be alcohol and uh, there's going to be these comics in my at my house and we have beer and weed. I'm like, 
what are you 13 years old? Yeah. Like, what are you saying, dude? Like, and then I was like, okay, is there a budget for this? Like, how much am I getting paid? Again, I need to know this. And he wanted me to, you know, headline. And then he's like, oh, don't worry. You don't have to pay anything out of pocket. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? You said I have a gig and I'm going to pay you. And then I asked how much you're going to pay me. And he goes, oh, don't worry. You don't have to pay me. <laughs> wow. What? I'm like, what kind of drugs is he on? Yeah. Fucking Dinuva. <laughs> <laughs> what are they slanging in Dinuva, right? Yeah, that's that's terrible. What's that's the really what's funny. the worst gigs you've got as far as like unprofessional inquiries? Um I think they're mostly just like when I was starting out and yeah. like didn't really know I couldn't like tell the difference between what was gonna be good or bad. Yeah, um, that makes sense. But I remember, do you know Mikey Gordon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like doing, he puts it like together wrestling shows, oh, like very man. amateur wrestling yeah. shows. And he's like, I'm going to do a comedy night with this like famous wrestler. And Was it gonna, Rob Van Dam? I think so. <laughs> I don't know anything about wrestling, but yeah. it was like. Might have been. Someone he said was famous. <laughs> I didn't recognize him. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but he's like, I'll give you, um, if you, cause I was, had a camera and I was like filming some stuff and he's like, yeah, film the event. I'll give you, I'll pay you and I'll give you, uh, like a spot or something. Mm -hmm. And I was brand new. So I was like, oh yeah, this is networking. And he's <laughs> like, there's going to be hundreds of people. Yeah. So we got to the show. It was like somewhere in San Jose or something, uh -huh. a huge ass like room hundreds of chairs yeah <laughs> maybe like five people show up oh my god so bad <laughs> and uh i didn't do a set i think he was just like i'll get you some other time <laughs> he didn't pay me for sure he's like sorry oh I man didn't, you know i was promised some money i always even if that ever happens it hasn't happened mm -hmm. even if it did if I had like no turnout, I would still give them their gas money at least no. for wasting their time. Um, yeah, it was really bad. Oh man. And then I, I never worked with them again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you another time. How about no other times? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a, I remember <laughs> this has nothing to do with his shows, but it was a funny moment with Mikey Gordon. I remember doing a show on the road with him and he was arguing with his girlfriend and then he gets out of the car. He's all pissed. He's mm -hmm. just, fucking blah, blah, blah. And then uh, the, she was like, hey, it says, you know, low tires or whatever. Or it says there's a maintenance light on the car, right? And so Mikey, he's like, fucking shit. Like, we're going to be late and blah, blah. He's just like, like a kid, like a dude in a movie, like a mad dad in a movie. Just like, Argh! and he gets out of the car. And to check, he doesn't even look under the hood. He gets out of the van that we're in and he gets out and he kicks each tire. <laughs> he just kicks it hella mad and he gets back in. And he's like, let's go. That's how you perform a maintenance check what? on your van is by kicking. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. Me and Pete Munoz were just in the back laughing yeah. we're just laughing and he's pissed and then his girlfriend's all stressed out and it was just we were just like watching like outer body experience like is this real like what is happening it's so bizarre yeah there's so many mikey gordon yeah there is story. there is yeah comedy is a business that you can get right into and there's there's red carpet comedy and there's just mm -hmm. you know uh trap house living room with roaches comedy you know mm -hmm. And everybody gets in. It's just like the internet. You see, there's there's amazing cinematic yeah. content, and then there's the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. And we've Those experienced. Were the days. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, it's like the first year in comedy is just navigating those like weird situations. Yeah. Out where you want to like fit in. Right. Um, it's weird, man. It's so weird. Yeah, Especially, because I think, like. As like a woman, no, oh, I can like imagine open mic scene. It's at like gross dive bars. Usually, oh yeah, with like the worst type of people, right? And so like for the first year, I just didn't like hang out. Yeah, I would go 
do my five minutes and get the fuck get out. out of there. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't know like you could be friends with comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know there was like a cool community of like comedians. Yeah. Who were like nice and fun. <laughs> yeah. And not creepy. And actually funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And funny. Oh man. Yeah. So it was like a f- weird first year, but finally, you know, navigated out of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird, um, you know, I don't know, like sewer that you got to go through, you know, and then you see the light on the other side and everybody on the other side's like wearing nice shirts and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, you ironed your shirt. There's no cum on your sweatpants. This is nice. You're actually trying. That's refreshing. Yeah, right. Um, oh, man, that first year. Yeah. When you first come in and then also I, I was thinking of the analogy of how people try to take advantage of you. And it's like it's one in the same. Like, you know, I can imagine as a female comic, there's so many creepy dudes and like already people are trying to take advantage of you in a business aspect. Uh-huh. And then to add on that is just like, fuck, man, this is a lot. Is this worth it? You know? Right. I think a lot of uh, women quit like right away. Right. It's like it sucks. I can see that. Um, like going into serving, you know, and then seeing what the back of the house looks mm-hmm. like and all the ass grabbing and weird shit that's happening. You're like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah and I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you can find something better. Like, yeah. yeah. If you're listening and you're a server, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This was mm-hmm. me too is nothing serving. Well, Hollywood, have you been to a kitchen? Have you been to an olive garden? Because that assistant manager is creepy. He's creepier than a a gremlin, mm-hmm. you know, masturbating onto a homeless person. <laughs> it's creepier than that. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not that creepy, but it's really bad. So what did you do as a server to change the environment? <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, silence is, after all, <laughs> if you don't have at least three reasons, yeah, we're canceling this pod. And my career, everything, yeah. man, I, I didn't really, I just didn't get involved in that shit. I did have, uh, we talked about this once before I had, I had sex with two coworkers. I think that's pretty good. Over 10, over 10 years oh, wow. in the industry, you know, yeah, cause great. people are fucking constantly. And I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then I fell into it twice and it wasn't good. It was fun at the time, but then immediately after you're like, ugh. What did I do? You know, yeah, I have to work with them. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Have you done that? Um, I've never been a, a server. Oh, OK. Um, I don't know why I thought every comic has been in the service <laughs> industry. I was a, a barista okay. for a little while, um, but that's when I was uh, married. So oh, it wasn't okay. like, good. Wasn't like, fucking thank God. Like, I thank the Lord. Definitely like if I was single, it was like so easy. Cause that's yeah. who your like friends are and who you're hanging out with every day. So. Right. Yeah. And then you want to go hang out after work yeah, and drink. Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, drinking was, leads to humping and then faithful. Nice. That's dope. I'm yeah. glad. I imagine that baristas, I was going to say that's maybe they're going to get to second base cause they're baristas, mm-hmm. but nah, come on. Don't fucking let yeah, them fool you. Nah, they'd be fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'd be serving them beans and, you know, getting in between. Oh, yeah. It was funny. Like, <laughs> as soon as, like, some of my coworkers found out that I wasn't married anymore, uh-huh. I got the creepiest text. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Just flooding. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> they were waiting for this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The more, the older that I get and just the more experience that I get in life, I realize how shitty men are. You know, I'm just like, God, we suck as a yeah. whole. Yeah. There's some great guys out there. Don't get me wrong. But as a whole, mm-hmm. we fucking suck, dude. And like, as I, <clears throat> cause you know, I have a fuck boy past. I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm always honest with like who I used to be and how terrible I was as a kid spoiled. And then you go through this, like every dude, you're just so horny. It just consumes your life, your decisions. Uh, not everybody, but most. And after talk at being at a point now where I have self-control and I talk to women that I'm not trying to fuck anymore because before I'd always be trying to, it's just so bad. And then, you know, now that I have 
yeah, I can, I have women that are friends and they're just, you know, there's nothing like that. And I talk to them and these conversations, I'm just, they're so dark. And I'm like, fuck dude, like, ah, stop doing that, man. Like, God damn, it's so bad. Yep. <laughs> Preaching the choir. Yeah. Every, every woman that I talk to is like, there's, there's stories. Like every woman, you know, from all walks of life, you know, all ethnicities, like ages. And it's just like, ah, uh, it's like a woke, it's a scary level of woke, you know? I'm like, I can only have so many of these conversations before, you know, you go crazy, you know? Yeah. And like, I'm like, probably one of the lucky ones, you know, in like, just like not having like that many bad experiences, just like a little bit creepy, but like also like just my demeanor as a, person is like stay the fuck away from me right yeah like just like naturally like i'm not right. really trying to but it's yeah. just like but like uh not a, you know some women are like they just attract like the creepiest dudes just from being themselves right where i'm like i don't look at you i don't talk to you yeah but like yeah it's not engaging and they know right away especially the creepy dudes like i'm not gonna fall for that shit right. you know it's not even like falling for it. It's just like I have to like actively be like mean. Yeah. Almost to men. Yeah. For me to like not have bad experiences with men. It's so then, fucked like, up. I get called like a bitch. Right. You're right. Or, like people are like, oh, Emily doesn't like me. <laughs> like, yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen your everything? Uh, because that's why. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you know, these are. Two terrible things. They have correlation. They're not the same thing by any means, but it's like, um, you know, like being black in America. I was thinking about that earlier today. I'm like, you got to be hard because you're black. And then you also got to be approachable and innocent because you're black. It's like, I got to be approachable and innocent looking to the cops, but I got to be on my toes, you know, moving through the hood or interacting with certain people. Because either I'll get called a bitch for it by hood people or, you know, or I'll get, try to get checked by, you know, whoever, if you're in the wrong neighborhood, you know, or you'll get called a square or you changed or whatever, you know, and it's that way with, you know, with women and like having to wear different hats, you know, it's fucked up. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, This got really dark. Yeah. Uh this is great. We um I don't know, man, but all of these things are uh they make great comedy. So there's the light. <laughs> there's the light in it. Hey, what's up with these creepy guys? Am I right? Like hey, rape sucks, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, well I'm I'm sincerely happy that you weren't in the restaurants. It's so like Cause there's uh there's that aspect. And then there's also like the underpaid thing. Like, you know, people that I've talked to, they're like, oh yeah, I used to work 12 hour shifts. And they'd tell me, you know, you take your break at this time by law. And then they wouldn't get a break. And it's just like, how evil can you get? You know? Oh, here we go. Here goes the bright. Here, Let's go back to the light. Here we go. So one thing that's really cool about right now in this very moment in 2021, having all the resources that we have and like the internet is obviously, yeah, there's dark shit out there, but that's the dopest part is bullshit is phasing away a chunk of it, a big chunk of like, let's say old school car salesmen, you know, marking up shit and being conniving and fake like that's it's slowly it's not like it's not gone it's still here but like you can go to websites and find you know you can find reviews on dealerships you can price cars you can see exactly what they look like in the market you can have a comparison side by side you know vehicle review by some you you know some whatever source there'll be 10 different ones they're all cinematic and they all have a thorough review of what this car does and but it applies to everything though like with companies too you know like taking advantage of employees understanding your value you know setting up your business like all of these things are giving us tools in comedy too like we know we have all this information so that if you do your research the chances of you getting taken advantage of or, you know, being undervalued or whatever it is are a lot smaller, you know? Mm. And like, 
even in corp in corporate world and like companies like they're starting to actually care about integrity care about you're like fuck no she's looking I at me like yeah right to. you took like the vaccine and <laughs> you're like yes we are better. no i just took johnson and johnson no <laughs> no i didn't i took no, uh, I pfizer but i don't know i don't buy i don't feel like just you know corporations are pretty evil and they're always going to be evil like, yeah maybe we can weed out a little bit of it but yeah even, like when we try like the uber thing like Oh, that's like bad. They got, you know, they got their thing passed or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, even if we know how shitty they are, they still like get away with it. Oh yeah. Um, but don't you think that there's like a lot more opportunities, you know, like in general? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The internet's a cool place. <laughs> TikTok, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think, um, like, I don't know, like, uh, like the car thing. Like when I, when I got my car, I was able to quickly go into a place and know everything right. about you the exact yeah, car. Yeah. Like pretty easy. And you couldn't do that 10 years ago. You had to go in there and just like fight this unfair battle and you lose. And it's like, how hard do you get raped? You only had, you're going to take an L. How big of an L do you want? And that's still the same case, but it's a lot easier to navigate, you know? Yeah. You can go in with some knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like one, one big example is like rich dad, poor dad, you know, like there's, there's other um, content on YouTube and Google where people are breaking down, Hey, this is how wealth has been circling around. Mm -hmm. This is how you can acquire wealth. This is taxes. This is an LLC. You know, this is, um, uh, IRA. This is the yeah. stock market. Like now we can all understand that. And now there's a bunch of kids now walking around. And they're like, oh yeah, I just made this much off of stocks. As opposed to when I was growing up, we'd be like, oh, look at those rich white people. Oh, NASDAQ's up. Blah, 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 blah. Now dude's like, hey, I just cop blah, blah, blah. Like now they're just young, you know, people of color. Like, yo, I got this shit, you know, I'm investing or I'm in real estate or I have two businesses and there's a bunch of rich young people walking around with, with opportunities. Like, that's what I mean, you know? Yeah. No, that's cool. It's like, doesn't really matter like where you come from as much because like we all have access to the same like uh, resource. Of yeah. Knowledge, right. Helps a lot. Yeah. Like there was a, this is a super fascinating, um, it's, it's, a theory slash prediction on, on the future, but <clears throat> I forget the guest name, but on fucking <laughs> on Rogan's podcast, <laughs> he was talking about how like he, he believes that the common work is going to eventually just phase out like, like fast food, like cashier, like gas station cashier like all of that is all going to go out the door and eventually it's going to be a bunch of corporations and businesses and they're all going to control everything um and you won't have to do regular nine to five like basically all the nine to five jobs eventually are all gonna go mm -hmm. and i'm like I, that makes sense mm -hmm. you know um and and all the gatekeepers eventually will go too mm -hmm. you know uh maybe not all but most i can see um, and everybody will be able to stick to their strengths at some point. And if you're not stupid as hell and you have some work ethic, I think you can make a living off of, you know, what you're good at and what you love. Yeah, I hope so. I hope we don't have to do, or like people don't have to do like really shitty jobs for no money. Yeah. Like that'd be cool. But yeah. It, yeah. Cause it sucks. Like when I see like, um, really shitty I don't know. Even when I see like my people, like when I see like Mexican people selling mangoes and shit, like, you know, there's three, there's hundreds of businesses out there that are selling what you're selling and they're selling it for three times as much. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Juan Pablo? You got to get out yeah. there. You know, like uh, I went to a, like a, a churro place the other day and they had like flavored churros and with ice cream and, you, you know, they're doing all these toppings and all this shit. And it's like they're, you know, this is eight dollars, ten dollars. Like you're selling three of them for like three dollars. And like, dude, like there's there's information out there, you know? Yeah. There's ways You're to, uh, <laughs> I guess a little bit. I'm a bad business person though, because I care, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when I do training sometimes I'll be like, 
like I've had clients a couple of times be like, you know, you're undervaluing yourself, right? And I'm like, oh, am I? <laughs> <laughs> like they're training you. Also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you training my emotions? Yeah. You can no. do it, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've raised my rate since then, but uh, oh, you know. okay. no, but it, it is important that we, because I think that's like a common thing, especially like people that don't come from wealth or success. We tend to undervalue ourselves yeah. and it's crazy. Other people. But yeah. So like I yeah. was talking about this with um, my buddy Torio, how like it's easy for us to like, um, like if someone's like, oh, can can Frankie do this show? I'll be like, yeah, well, he'll need like at least two hundred dollars or something. Yeah. But like if they were like, oh, do you want to do the show? I'd be like, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever you can pay is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hella true. Right. Like we like advocate for our friends like and value our friends like yeah. time way more than we do like our own. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. It's this weird dynamic of like, I know my value, but I'm not trying to be an asshole and be like, I need this. Mm-hmm. But I look at it more as like, we deserve that. You know, like I'm just starting to get checks and comedy where I'm like, this is a real check. Wow. This is amazing. You know, I never would have thought. Yeah. And then, um, but then you look at, like Louie and all these designer and Gucci. And they're like, this is a cotton t-shirt from the same source as this other Hanes one. This one costs three for 20 and this one costs $200. That person just said, this is $200. And we're like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. They're like, just because I fucking said so. And then people buy it. Yep. You know? So it's like, why can't we have that? And it's like, (laughs) I haven't read the secret. So, (laughs) Yeah, um, there's there's uh, there's a few on my bookshelf right oh, yeah. here. You have, you like my mom book? gave me the secret actually years ago, and I never read it. But um, <laughs> but oh, there wow. is other like self mastery and like business stuff that I've read. But like anyway, who gives a shit? But anyway, um, we deserve this shit, listeners. Yeah. We deserve this Give shit. Us money. What's the most you've been paid for a gig? If you don't you don't have to share if you don't want to. But oh, for a stand up gig? Yeah. Mm. I don't remember. It's probably like a corporate gig or something. Yeah. It was like a few hundred or a thousand, fifteen hundred or something. Conan paid like not that much. It was like (laughs) 700. 700? Yeah. That's crazy. I would think like something like that should be like 5,000 bucks. I think so too. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, no, they don't. None of them, none of the like late night spots pay very well. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause even like, you know, heart of the city, I heard, you know, we're just, I'm just denying all the opportunities right now by talking about them not paying. Uh-uh. Nah, they're, they're not going to listen to this. Yeah. No, they're not about to <laughs> imagine Conan like, I'm going to go look at the Go Frank Yourself podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah. That's probably like, I mean, up there for the most. Like for a five minute gig. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> that good. Like pretty that's good. pretty good. Five hundred seven hundred dollars for five minutes. That's a lot of money per minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just exciting. I don't know. There's a, and I'm sure, you know, there's going to be plenty more where you're like, Oh, this is, this yeah. is a real check. I got a you gig know? today. I'll tell you, I can't like, I don't want to talk about it, but yeah. I'll tell you about it after the podcast. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah, because I've had some too where like I said, I'm getting real checks and I'm like, oh, wow, this is crazy because we deserve this shit, Emily. Listeners, you deserve this shit. You're special. You are everything under the sun and I don't know, man. I do, but I do want like one of my goals is to be able to fucking, even if it's three people, I don't give a shit. I want people to see like what there is out there and it, it's like i'm their middleman of seeing like you know their role models they got like famous you know billionaires or they got actors or whatever they are and then they have people like you and me where they're like hey like i just went to lunch with my friend emily the other day and she's amazing she's doing so good they have like role models on the top shelf and then they got us and they're both important you know we're so important we're so fucking important, guys. We are so dope. Yeah. <laughs> we know exactly what we're talking about. Oh, we have life figured out. Yeah. Like we've we've known since we were babies, like, oh, I know everything mm-hmm. about life. Everything. Yeah. Ask, ask me a question about anything. 
I'll give you a Wikipedia length answer if you want it. Because we are robots that have perfect brains. You know? I don't know. You know what I mean, though? Like, I got to have, like, role models that are close in my life. And then I have some that I'll never be able to sit down and have lunch with Obama. He's a role model that I won't be able to, you know, maybe later. I don't know. Maybe. You got to manifest that. Yeah. I'll have, I'm going to have lunch. My name is Frankie and I'm going to have lunch with Obama. No, I do believe in affirmations and If that's and what all you really that. want, I'm sure like you could probably someday make that happen. Oh, for sure. But for do sure. you really want that? <laughs> do you really want to? That would be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope. But like. Like, is that high up on your, your list? Your like, yeah. <laughs> you don't want a special. You don't want yeah. Conan. You don't want yeah. none of that. Yeah. I just want lunch. I just want lunch. No, there's the goals are bigger than that. Aim higher than Obama. <laughs> yeah. No, we're aiming really high. I always aim high and I always miss. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, not um, too high, but. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know if you're aiming too high. <laughs> yeah. Don't aim your arrow directly up because that's going to come straight right. back down. Maybe you should just aim, Frankie, you should aim for like first place in the Rooster Brothers. <laughs> comedy competition that's the best part and we're closing with that emily beat me in the was it 2018 2017 i don't remember the rooster tea feathers sunnyvale great comedy club uh book us again um we did a comedy competition there was like was like 100 comics in it 90 75 i don't know thousands i think yeah i think it was like millions? tens of thousands oh no yeah you're right it was millions, millions. There was millions of comedians, um, some from here, some from Pizza Planet and other planets. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't really, we can't really contractually talk about it, but right. um, she got first and I got second. And I remember that night, like the difference, like I killed it. And then your set, it was rumbling. Like yeah. the comedy club was rumbling. And I was like, okay, I suck at comedy. <laughs> I thought I was, I thought I was doing good. It was one of those shows where like I did so well. And everybody else did fine. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, like I know that I won. Yeah. <laughs> like before the votes or whatever. Oh, for sure. And I was like, I have no idea who's getting second. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of fine sets that night. <laughs> it was, I think it was just a weird crowd. Yeah. Just like something hit with my jokes. Yeah. And it was a good show, but it was just like, okay. I think because they were funny. That was like the main thing. Right. Yeah. And then the I remember the like the round like the round two, the second round, that was crazy. I, I got first the second round and it was the crowd actually made sense more, you know? Mm. Where they were they were really just great. Anyway, god damn it. That was an hour. See, hella fast. Yeah. We could have done a lot longer, but uh I'm gonna Leave it at an hour. Um, thank you so much for sliding through to the amazing studio apartment studio setup. Of course. And uh, an honor. It's been dope working together. I'm sure we'll, you know, share plenty of stages. And uh, your social media is just Emily Catalano, right? Um. Yeah, my Twitter is Emily Catalano. Okay. How about IG? It, Catalano underscore Emily. Okay. C-A-T-A. L-A-N-O, bitch. Catalano (laughs) (laughs) underscore Emily. Okay, we're perfect and we have life figured out. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I got a DM today. Somebody said they love the pod. So thank you so much. I'm going to continue showcasing my amazing friends and just shoot the shit and be productive about it because I never have time because I'm trying to do so much shit. I'm trying to figure it out, mom. I'm trying to figure it out. Love you guys. You could listen to anybody. So thank you so much for listening to my shit. I'm out. We're out. Bye.
Thank you.